What's going on, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to Trailblazers Radio. I am your host. Uh, my name is Frederick Beattie. And th- first of all, thank you very much for tuning in with us. You guys could have been anywhere else, but you guys are right here with us and you're rocking out with us. And we most most definitely thank you for rocking out with us. We appreciate that. And we we appreciate that. And we really thank you for that. So thank you for tuning in to us. Thank you for rocking out with us. Thank you for just taking the time out of a probably busy Friday evening to hang out with us. So before we even go anything, go anywhere else, I mean, just thank, I just thank y'all for just coming in and just hanging out with us, man. Don't forget to like, share, and comment. Um, follow us on our, follow us on our, on our many social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Also on follow our, also follow our YouTube channel. Um, oh, that's where, that's where all the episodes are. That's where all our audio, our, our video episodes are, are or our little or how's that so if you so if you miss an episode make sure you check out our youtube page all of our all of our video episodes are there also follow us follow us on follow us on <clears throat> excuse me follow us on our on several on on the many audio platforms that we have um apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um caster fm stitcher rate stitcher rate stitcher radio uh we're also on iheart radio so follow so follow us on iheart radio as well um anywhere anywhere that you get audio podcast follow us on those platforms and last but most definitely not least we want to thank you guys thank all of everyone who's tuning in and watching us tonight um again you guys could have been anywhere else but you guys are right here hanging out with us and we most definitely appreciate it very very much oh one last thing. If you missed the episode last night with Promise Nicole, oh goodness, you guys missed you guys missed a, a gem of an episode. So go to go go to our YouTube page to check out check out that episode with Promise Nicole. That episode was actually last night. So make so make sure you check out check out that episode. Make sure you check out that episode. And also, if you if you like if you like what you hear, if you like what you you like what you hear make sure you follow, make sure you make sure you also subscribe to our youtube channel man um sub- subscriptions always work good are always a good thing for us so make sure you follow us and subscribe so with that being said thank you guys very much for again thank you guys very much for tuning in and, and following us with that being said i want i want to preface what i'm about to talk about with this small disclaimer The things I'm about to say may probably may possibly get emotional. May possibly get a little heated, may possibly even get a little, a little testy. But I want everyone to know that this is the perspective that this is the perspective that I see the subject matter at hand. And it's only my perspective. Everyone else has different perspectives, and that's fine. But I want, but I want you, but I want everyone to know that what I'm saying is, just even even though it's from my perspective, the things that I'm about to say is probably the things that I'm gonna say are things that a lot of us can apply to our own lives as we as we continue as we continue to move forward as we continue to as we continue to move forward in our lives as we continue to push forward in our lives as we continue to you know make our turn ourselves into the turn ourselves into the better person that we know we are and that we should be. So you guys saw the topic, you know, rebuild me, learning to put your life together after a lot of things that happened. So before we go any further, I want to just kind of just kind of set the stage by 
letting it, letting you guys know, letting you guys know what the the definition of the word rebuild means. So rebuild is a now rebuild is a verb. It means to build again after after it has been damaged or destroyed, or to build something again after it has been damaged or destroyed. It also can be used as a noun, an instance or an instance or rebuilding something, especially a vehicle or other machine. So we're going to actually use the very we're actually going to use the first definition of what I'm talking what I'm talking about. So that means to build something after it has been damaged or destroyed. So there's a song that I like that I, that I, there's a song that I listen to quite a quite a lot, quite a quite a bit. Um, the name of the song is called "Rebuild Me" by Jay Moss. The, the, for me, the song has a very has has a lot of significance to me because. It represents the stage in the stage in my life that where I am current to where I am currently. But it also can represent the stage of a stage in in life that some of us are in currently. And as we all know, rebuilding is a process. It requires it require require it requires us to continue, it requires us to Demolish what's been what's always all really demolish what's already been destroyed and rebuild and rebuild that rebuild it back, rebuild it back up from scratch. I mean that means using a different new blueprint or using exit or using a new blueprint or using an ex, or making modifications to an existing blueprint. However, however, however that however you look at it at that at that. So there's some things I want to kind of talk about a little bit about how, and I, and again, this is only coming from my personal perspective, and is how how I'm rebuilding myself. Some people can, uh, some people can, some people could probably relate to this. Some people could not. Some people will be. Some people will be able to take some take some things away from this, and others may not. The goal of this, honestly, and I'm just being the goal of this is the goal of this, honestly. Number one is to be transparent, be as trans, be transparent with myself, but also hoping that through my transparency, somebody, somebody will go, somebody will get, somebody will catch this, and they'll take and they'll run with it, and they'll not necessarily run with it, but they'll they'll catch it, and they'll apply it to re, they'll apply it when they go through their rebuilding process as well. So, just I broke this up into kind of five different tenets. And like I said, this may not be the order that you made that you might approach it in, but this is the order that I would approach it in. And again, this is only from my own personal perspective, which means I'm probably going to interject my own, some of my own experiences into this. So at times it'll be, at times this could possibly be emotional and at times this could possibly be a little testy. So I want, so, you know, as I go through this, I think I appreciate you guys for bearing, bearing, bearing with me. So the first tenet that I want to I want to jump I want to tackle a little bit is um, the rebuild the rebuilding of rebuilding of our minds and the way the way that I attack this and approach this is there there are some thought processes that we've 
that we've that we've that we've endured that we've had or that we've embraced or we've been conditioned to have for quite some time a lot of these thought processes a lot of these thought processes are a lot of these some of these thought processes are nuanced some of these thought processes are a little bit archaic some of these thought processes are based upon what we've heard and then some thought processes are based upon what we know to be truth but in order for us to rebuild our mind we have we have we have to we have to think differently what do i mean by thinking differently what i mean by thinking differently is that we have to think of th- we have to think of things differently think of, of how we approach things think of how we think consider how we think of ourselves consider how we have to consider how we think about pro- certain processes the one the ones we the ones we've been conditioned to and also the nuanced thought processes that we that we that we have also the ones that we've that we have that we adapted based upon hearing them or or the ones that we adapted based upon truth a rebuild of the mind we that's just it really requires us to think differently see the I think it allows we have to look at things not through our not through our physical eyes. We have to see. We have to look at. We have to analyze things a little differently. We have to put things in better perspectives. You know, it doesn't require us to always. You don't have to always accept things as truth. If you. If you if you accept everything as truth, then everything everything if you accept everything as truth, then some of then something half of those truths are a lie. Thinking differently also means thinking differently in my eyes, at least the way I see it. Thinking differently requires us to challenge requires us to challenge things, to challenge things. Challenge challenge to challenge challenge what's been said, challenge things that have been said, challenge challenge things that are that are supposed to be factual, challenge things. That you've been that you've been to that you took that you took for truth based upon hearing them. When you when you challenge when you challenge them, when you challenge certain, when you challenge things, you start to think differently. Certain things, certain things are not as you as you think differently, certain things are not certain things are not what they seem, not what they seem when you think when you put them in the proper thought processes or when you put them in the proper thinking patterns. We do have to change our thought patterns. And the, you know, the thought pattern, rebuilding your mind more goes is more than just conditioning your mind to think differently. It's all to think differently about what you hear. It's also conditions to think about think of the things that you see or what you feel. If you think, if you think, if you look at it from the the aspect of, and how can I put this? Look at it from the aspect of changing, changing your changing your entire viewpoint of how you see things. Or how you think about things. <coughs> Excuse me. Some people are some people are cynics. Some people are some people are optimists, some people are pessimists. 
those those are those are thought those are thought those are thought processes, y'all. Cynicism, pessimism, and optimism are, are thought are thought processes. And some people just don't change their, those thought processes overnight, and it requires us to to take the take the time and take take the time and the effort needed to change those thought processes. Uh, a person that was, a person that was cynical could could turn optimistic. A person that was optimistic could turn could be cynical. A person that was cynical can be a pessimist. Can be a pessimist, and vice versa to every to all those things. But in essence, rebuilding your mind means changing your thought processes. Thinking about thinking about things differently, thinking about how you approach, how you thinking about how you see, how you view, how you think about yourself. Changing your changing your thought processes or how you think about yourself. Change your thought processes of how you think about your life, your your goals, where you're going, how you're gonna get there. It really, it literally just means changing. It really just means knocking out negative thought, negative negative thought processes. We all deal with those from time to time, but you, but we have to at least reduce or eliminate those thought processes. The second thing I want to talk about is in this rebuilding process is rebuilding re, the rebuilding of our hearts. And I'm going to say this from my own personal experience. There, so there are things that there are experiences and emotions and instances in our lives that we just cannot unlive, unsee, or unfeel. Case in point, I'll I'll use myself as a as a perfect example. Um, when I lost when I lost my uh, when I lost my oldest son, that was an experience that I could never could I, that I couldn't unsee, that I couldn't unfeel, that I couldn't unlive. And those experiences literally in some and I won't even say in some instances, those experiences, the ones that we can't unsee, the ones that we can't unfeel, the ones that we can't unlive, those experiences literally rip or literally rip away at our heart and it, and it leaves a void a void that sometimes could avoid it either that in some instances would never be filled or never be repaired or replaced and for me for for a long for a long time that was me there's still there's, there's still a slight there's still a void there but it's not as big and not as big as it was a while so when it was not, not so not wasn't as big as it was when it was fresh when it was a fresh experience i had to learn how i had to learn how to i had to learn to repair i had to learn had to learn how to how to rebuild my heart by you know as pain as painful as it was by accept by accepting things by under by understanding understanding that experience Understanding what, understanding the meaning of it, understanding why it happened, understand, understanding that in the midst of it all, 
there was there was there was there was something in it that there was something good that came out of it. Tragic event, tragic tragic events. Some most tra- most traumatic or tragic events don't always have don't always have something good coming from the opposite end of them. There's always a void there. There's always something there that that can that can never be replaced or never be uh, repaired. I had to I had to learn how to understand the experience. I don't have, I didn't have to necessarily understand why it happened. I didn't I didn't necessarily need, I didn't necessarily need to understand why it happened. I did have to understand that it happened. I also had to understand that this was an experience that I had that that I would that I'm gonna that I'm gonna be living with for the remainder of my days. And it's gonna be a hard experience. It's gonna be a hard thing for me to deal with in my heart. And I had to, in order for me to rebuild that, rebuild that that void, that large void that was taken away, I had to just I had to understand that. One of the things that one of the things that really that held that helped in rebuilding that void was the birth of my granddaughter. It helped. It helped. It it helped. It didn't. It helped rebuild that void because it because it gave because it gave me because it gave me something else because it gave me something else to concentrate on and something else to to put to put my life towards to dedicate myself towards protecting, protecting, protection of a sipper, you know, teaching a, teaching a six year, teaching a six year old girl, everything she needs to know about her father, you know, offering protection when I'm a, when I'm, when I'm available, when I'm available, when I'm available and present to be trying to be doing my very best to be present in her life. When the opportunity presents it, but when opportunity presents itself, being able to put, to do, to do things for her, when the opportunity presents itself, Had to understand, had to had to do that. Had to understand the experience. Had to, and I had to move forward. I had to move forward from the experience. And don't and please don't get this misconstrued, God. Don't get this misconstrued, everybody. Is moving forward from that experience is something moving forward, forward from a tragic traumatic or tragic experience is something that takes and takes something that's called an element of time. And we all and we all and we all need to we all have to we all need to do we all need to take it. But if we're able to move, but if we're able to understand the experience, we're able to, you know, enact those repairs to our heart, and we're able to move forward in that. We're able to push forward in that. Not always, not always the not it's not always the the prettiest or greatest experience in the world. But it, but the repair, but the repairs can be done, and it doesn't have to be a perfect rebuild. Let me let me just let y'all know. Let me just say this right now, and I'm jumping, I'm jumping a little bit off subject. So, the rebuild of your of who rebuilding yourself doesn't is doesn't have to be a perfect thing. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be where all the angles are all the angles are straight, and it's a perfect, it's a fresh, perfect coat, it's a perfectly painted surface and things of that nature it doesn't a rebuild doesn't have to be or rebuilding yourself doesn't have to be a pretty thing 
sometimes a rebuild can be ugly. Sometimes rebuilding yourself is a uh, is a is a very ugly is a very ugly thing. It's a it's, sometimes it can be an ugly experience, and the and the end result after the rebuilding yourself can be ugly. But at the same but at the same time, it's, it's it doesn't have to look as a it doesn't have to look pretty for it to be rebuilt. But it doesn't also have to be shoddy have to be shoddily rebuilt either. Some care, some care, some form of care, and <clears throat> some form of care, some form of care must be uh, must be adhered to. The third thing I want to talk about a little bit is rebuilding our soul or rebuilding of the soul. And this is a hard thing for me to talk about because there have been experience, there have been there have been things that I've experienced. There have been things that I've there have been things that I've been through. There have been things that I experienced that have that has, that have literally taken the soul away. So they have literally some of the things have literally taken I won't say the life out of me, but they've but they left a very they left a very indelible mark on my soul. Going through those two situations with domestic with, with domestic violence, first being the abuser, and then being the abused, those two things left a left a very noticeable mark on my soul. Then dealing with then, then dealing with losing people that I cared about, then then going through my then going through my suicide attempts then going then going through then going through a separation and then eventual and then an eventual divorce these things let these things leave a leave a mark on you and sometimes they leave a very noticeable mark on you and sometimes it makes it makes certain aspects of life hard to deal with Make certain things and how we how we deal with people hard to deal with. It makes how we how we how we how we maneuver through our through our own personal lives and how we and how we interconnect how we interact and interconnect with each other difficult. And for me, that is kind of that's been the excuse me that's kind of been that's been the been the rough part, or should I say the rough patch? That I find that I find myself dealing with sometimes. That I find myself dealing with more than I find myself dealing with anything else. And the only thing that I could kind of offer for that part of it is just, I guess, understanding to accept, understanding to accept things as they are. Well, well let me walk back a little bit on that because. Traumatic because those are the things that I mentioned. There are also we there's things that we have done to our own selves. There's things that people have done to have done to us to where the things that people that people do to us leave a mark on us, leave a mark on our soul, leaves a mark on our heart, leaves marks on our heart too. It also leaves a mark on our mind because now we get to a point of well, this person—if this person did this, now, now the wheels—they thinking, what are, they, are they, what, what else are they gonna do? 
and it, and it and it bring and it brings about other emotions as well. It brings about other it, it violates other things as well. You know, it violates trust, violates communication. It prevents people from being candid. It prevents people from being candid with you or being vulnerable with you, being vulnerable with you, or you being vulnerable to them. The things of that nature. And for me, and again, I'm speaking from my own personal perspective, but I'm also speaking from a general perspective as well. I've had to learn to just accept things that happen, the things that, that have happened, the things that have happened to me, the things that I, the things have, that have been done to me and the things that I've done to people. Just have to accept things as they are, you know, forgive, accept forgiveness and learn to forgive without being without being overly judgmental of people and myself what do i mean by that first of all being overly judgmental of people i had to learn that i can't overly judge people based upon what they've done to me what they will do to me what they had, what they had, what they had done to me, what they may do to me, what they may do to me. I had to learn to judge people based upon their merit, based upon their merits and their actions. Not on not on what, not on what, not on what ifs. What I can't speak on, I can't say what if can't make hypotheses about what someone's gonna what someone may do to me. I can only, I can only act upon what people what people what people what people do to me or what I do to people. Then, not being overly judgmental of my, of myself, of ourselves, or myself personally. I'll say this: we, as we as human beings, are we as our human beings are our most harshest critics. Especially when we're, especially when we're, we're kind of, we're judging, we're, we're judging ourselves or being critical of ourselves. We're our most harshest critics. And what I mean by not being overly judgmental, I'll just, what I mean, what I simply mean by that is giving our, is giving grace, giving grace to ourselves and other people, giving grace to ourselves and other people. We have to learn to be, learn, have to learn to give grace. Not only to ourselves, but other people. We have to learn to be, you know, see things as they are and not overly and not act, not overly act upon them or overly judge, judge people or judge, other judge ourselves. You know, you, we, you can only, you can only, you can only, pass, I won't say you won't even see past judgment. You can only, <clears throat> you can only see people by what they do. You can only see people by how they treat you and how they how they act towards you. You can't judge anything off potential, off potential whether you can't judge anything off what ifs. And it's the same thing that goes with us. You can only you can when we do when we look at when we look inward. You can only look at what you you can only look at what you've done, what you've done, what you've done to people or what you've done to yourself. You can't judge. You can't go off potential off what ifs. Well, what if I did this or what if I had done that? It's too it's too late for that now. The whatever whatever happened happened. Now you have to, now you have to feel. Now you have to repair repair that part of you that that's been that's been hurt or that's been broken. 
Fourth thing I want to talk about is rebuilding of the body. And I think that this is this is this is this is just as important as everything else that I mentioned, but even but even but to a but even but even to a more greater but even to a greater degree. The body, our body, and every and everything and everything that it everything that's that's in that's that's in, that's inside and outside of us. This body that we that body that we have. Everything that's that's inside of us and outside of us. This our body is an amazing, amazing machine. Truly amazing. However, comma, machine machines machines break down. Machines break down through normal wear and tear. Through normal, through normal wear and tear, sometimes overuse, or some, or some, or sometimes, or even sometimes, that machine, that machine will completely shut down due due to due to it being overly stressed. What could what could what could cause your body to shut down? Being or being or being overly stressed. Um. You know conditions that conditions that we've that I that that we that we that have either been that we've either invited upon ourselves through our life our our lifestyle choices or conditions that were passed down to us through her through hereditary means or whatever or whatever or even debil or even debilitating conditions. Um, conditions that conditions that records conditions that that put us that make us bed bound or con- confine us to a wheelchair or 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 in some cases completely take completely take away our completely take away our body's ability to effectively effectively fight effectively fight fight disease or effectively fight for us when we get when we get sick. And then there's other then there's other things that happen to there. Are, there's other ways that our body breaks down, and that's through the simple fact of us not really not necessarily taking care of our body the way that the way that we should or the way that we know how the way we know how we should. That leads to other things. That leads to other things. You know, and I think a lot of us know. I think most of us here are adult enough to know what that is, and I'm not going to necessarily mention that. Mention those things, but the body's amazing. But uh, the body is an amazing machine, and we need to re- we need to rebuild this temple, our body, this machine. By take by take by we need to do that by taking better care of it. What do I mean by taking better care of it? Changing or modifying our eating habits. <clears throat> some of us, some of us go through the whole day, and some of us go through the whole day and don't eat, and don't eat anything. Some of us go through the whole day, and, and some of us go through the whole day and don't eat it, not eat, don't even eat one meal. Or we, don't, some of us go through the whole day eat and eat one meal. 
and what I mean by changing your eating habits is changing about what you changing about changing what you eat, what you take in, what you take in your what you take into your body. You know, introducing introducing more green introducing more greenery. You know, green green vegetables, spinach, kale, broccoli, asparagus, green beans. Um, you know, eating more eating more leaner proteins, chicken, chicken, fish, um, eggs. Limit limiting limiting the, the limiting the amount of limiting limiting the amount of carbs we take into our body, yeah. or better, in limiting limiting limiting. The amount of red meat we eat, the amount of red meat that we eat. Also, you know, what I'm changing our eating habits also means go if we, if we go to the grocery store, we we actually we actually look at we actually look at the labels at the things that we the things that we consume. You know, avoid you know avoid for me for me for me it was avoiding things that had high sodium in it. You know, if I I noticed I noticed when I noticed when I ate, when I ate things that had little that had very little or no sodium in it, I noticed that my that my blood that my blood pressure that my blood pressure didn't sky didn't skyrocket. I noticed that I want to start eating things that didn't have certain chemicals in it. I noticed that I noticed that certain thing that I didn't I didn't feel I didn't feel a certain way. I noticed when I. Start eating a little, start eating a little smarter, which means I, which means I lose, which means, which means, which means eat, which means kind of when I ate smarter, meaning trying to eat a little bit better for myself. I noticed that I noticed that I, I noticed that when I started eating a little smarter, meaning I added more greens into my diet. I noticed that I noticed that I felt, I noticed that I felt a lot better. I noticed that I was, a, I had a lot more energy. What other what other things am I talking about when I mean by taking care of our body? It goes it's more than just changing up our eating habits and things of that nature. It also goes to taking care of our body by being act being being active. What I mean by being active, being participating in some sort of some sort of activity. People I've heard studies saying, you know, you should participate 30 minutes of activity daily. Whatever that activity is, just do whatever that activity is, do do it. Whether you like to dance, whether you like to, you know, like to walk, run, you know, work, lift weights, work out. If you, you know, hit a, you know, go to a gym and hit it and, you know, work out on a heavy bag or a speed bag, you know, or some or or stretch or stretch. As long as you're doing something that take that 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 that, that takes care of that that helps take care of your body. That, Doing something active, that's part of taking care of your body. Now, the other part of that is now that now that you now that you do the now that you do the now that you're working on yourself by rebuilding your body by by eating properly and being more active. Now you have to take care of your body by replacing what's been what's 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 been lost. That mean that that goes it goes back to diet. It goes back to drinking more drinking more water. Cutting out, you know, sometimes we sometimes we have to take a break from from soft drinks and sugary drinks because sometimes it's just not what just sometimes it's just not what we need. You know, try to look at looking for more natural not natural juices such as natural apple juice or natural pomegranate or carrot juice. 
Uh, these, you know, these these things these things are like those, you know, those, those these are those things are like are really really good. Now you, you some people may not like the taste, but I mean, trust me, sometimes what it what tastes bad, what tastes bad to us is good for us. Honestly speaking, just being honest. The other part, the other part of the other part of taking care of our body is making sure that we get enough rest. A lot of the majority of us, some of us, the majority of us work, work an eight and work an eight hour shift. And then something, but then some of us, uh, most of us, we, most of us, we, we, man, we, man, we manage a bit, we, man, we manage a business outside of this. Outside, outside, outside of working an eight-hour shift, we have to make sure that we get that we that we get enough rest. You know, <clears throat> proper proper rest proper rest leaves us it leaves us energized and ready and ready to go ready to tackle the next day. And I and and I get and I get and I get it, y'all. I get I get it completely because I because I've done because I've done the same thing myself. You know, worked an eight-hour job. Work, working, working is working my podcast business, and and then do trying. Then on top of that, I'm a, then on top of that, I'm an author, trying to trying to write book, trying to trying to write books, trying to do other trying to do other things and promote it, promote it, promote my podcast business, promote my books and things of that nature. All, all that, those things are like those things. Those things take up time, take up time in my day too. Take up time in the day too. It's I'll tell y'all this. It's twenty four hours in a day. Eight of those hours. Well, I'm taking it back. Sixteen of those hours are spent working a job or sleeping. What about the other eight? Like I said, it's only it's only it's only twenty four hours in a day. Make sure that when when I mean by when you work when we work on a body, you make sure that you make each day count by taking care of yourself. Make sure that you get make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Make sure that you're eating properly. Also, make sure that you're make sure that you're make sure that you're practicing proper, you know, proper hygiene and things of that nature. You know, when we when we look, when we look, when we look good, we, when us looking good is a, is a direct is a direct reflection on how we feel. When you look good and you smell good and you when you look good and you smell good and you have a fresh cut, you know, your beard, your you know, for for ladies, for ladies, and when your hair, when your hair is all nice and done, and your eyebrow, and your, and your eye, and your eyebrows are dead, are dead right, and your eyelashes are in place, and you know you got the the them edges are just them edges are just right, and you know you, you know your edges are just right, and your and you know your makeup's looking good, or if you don't wear makeup, you you know that you're looking good, and that face is perfect. And for dudes, you know, for us, you know, you have we have a fresh cut, you know, that. That beard, that beard, and that mud, that beard, that mustache, and that goatee are connected, you know, and everything. And then, you know, you have you have your you have a nice outfit on things, and everything, and everything looks good. Looking good is looking good is a direct result of looking good makes us feel good. But why but but how about what 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 how better would it be if we felt good, if we felt just as good on the inside, meaning our body, the inside of our body, but also the outside of our body, just as as we do when we put when we have clothes on. So the body is a great machine and taking care of it is is paramount. 
Make sure, make sure that we eat properly, making sure that we get in that, that we get enough rest, make sure, making sure that we, that we, that we are active and what, and making sure that we're active in, and whatever activity that is, you know, it could be yoga, it could be basketball, it could be like cardio, it could be whatever. But as long as we're active and we're remaining active, you know, that that's what matters. And the last but most certainly not least one. It's not the least one, but it's the last one that I want to talk about tonight. <clears throat> Rebuilding of our spirit. An important one, I think. All five of these are important, and each one has has their own importance. And they can be in whatever whatever level of importance or of importance to you. Rebuilding of our spirit. I'll say this, and I said I said this in the last podcast when I was with Co- when I was when I was with uh, with Coco. A spirit to me, a, to a spiritual death is worse than a physical death. When you die, when you die, when you die spiritually, there's literally nothing. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing left of you. So what happens when? What happens when we're when we're damaged when we're damaged or destroyed spiritually? Or what they what what the what are things that can what what are things that can damage us or destroy us spiritually? Church hurt, abuse, self defeating actions, so many other things can have a de- so many other things that I can mention could have, have a they have a devastating effect on one spirit because. It puts us in a position to where we we just feel like we either we don't belong, or we just don't want we just don't want to exist spiritually. I don't know about anybody else, but that's that's what that's how that's how I felt. That's that's how I felt in some in in, in a lot of instances. What do you do? What how do what do you do when one's when one spirit is when one spirit is damaged? How do you how do how does one how does one repair how does one rebuild rebuild their spirit when it's damaged? So this particular tenant comes with comes with two things. The first thing in this particular the subset of this particular tenant is number one. Getting back to our first love and understanding his will and his purpose for our lives. What is our first love? What, what is our first love? God. Understanding that, understanding that, understanding that God, that God loves us and that his and that his will and his purpose for our life is. Is what is what he wants is really is really what he wants for us. Understand we have, we we have to understand that that our purpose that you know what that we all we we were all we were all born with a purpose. Some for some of us, it's taken us a little bit longer to find out what that purpose is, but we all have a purpose. And finding out what God what what God's purpose for us is is use is the is the challenge. Some of us find out what that is early. Some of us find that find that out later. 
but we all have a purpose. Also understanding that, you know, God's will for us. He wants, he, she literally, God literally wants us to live our life to the full, meaning to the fullest, in abundance. Meaning he, will, meaning he wants us to be abundant till it overflows. He wants us to be, he wants us to have so many, he wants us to have blessings, so many blessings that it, that it, oh, that it over, that it overfills our cup and overfills our container. That's a that's his will for us. No, and, only, and the only requirement, the only requirement that it that re, only requirement that it, the only thing that it requires is just for us to believe and trust, believe and trust him, believe believe in him and trust and trust his trust his, trust his will for us and trust the per and trust the purpose that he has for us. That I will, I can't say that I can't say that it's that simple. I can't say that it's that simple, but it is that simple. Honestly speaking. It's not difficult. It's just it's just that simple. You know. You know, we 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 not we're not we're not put we're not put on this earth to be to be a defeated people. We're not put on this earth to to want to wander around spiritually. We're not put on this earth to wander around lost spiritually. And and I'm only saying this from my own personal perspective, you know, what it is, and it's whatever it's and it's whatever your belief is, whatever your spiritual belief is. You know, but for me, as I've gotten older and as 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 things have progressed with me and trying to be a better individual, I've had to I've had to understand what 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 God's will and purpose for my life is. Now I'm now now that I'm beginning to understand what that is. Now, 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 I'm better. Now I'm better equipped to walk into walk in it. Now I'm better equipped to step out in it. Step out in it. Step out in it on faith on, on not just faith, but also an ability. Faith in faith in knowing that that God that God has my back, and also on my on my own on my own God given abilities. We're not we're. We weren't we weren't put on this earth to suffer. Well, I'll take that back. You know, we 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 got we as a people, we as God, we as children of children of the most high God. We 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 go we go through long suffering. And sometimes that long suffering does damage or destroy a spirit. Because because some of because we some of us have been going through this long suffering for so long and we haven't understood, we haven't understood or readily recognized or acknowledged that, you know, that what we were that what we were that something that we were something that we were supposed to go, something that we were supposed to go through for like two for like maybe two weeks, we end up going, we end up going through it for three for three months. And that's not that's not how that's not how God had planned it or ordained it. Or wanted it, we put on. We put ourselves. We put ourselves through extended suffering because we because we put ourselves through extended suffering because we don't understand some of some of us, not all of us. And I'm I'm gonna throw myself in that too because I was I was like that for a time. 
I won't even say I was like that for a time. There, I was like that for a time, and then there's times I still, I still get like that. You know, we put ourselves through extended suffering because we, because sometimes the things that we go through are only meant to be, only meant to be like a short term thing. Instead, we make it, we make ourselves, we, we continue to do, we, we continue to do things that were that are that's not of, that's not in, that's not in the will or the purpose of God, and we and we extend our suffering. And that's not, and that's not how that's supposed to be. <clears throat> something that's supposed to, that's only supposed to last a day, end up, end up lasting three years. What, what's the, something that, something that we supposed to, only supposed to endure a day, end up lasting four, end up lasting four, four or five years. How? First of all, how? Number, number two, why? And I think some, I think a lot of us, again, myself included, you know, died that, died that, you know, had that small spiritual death because, because something, because I, because at one point, because at one point, because at one point in our lives, and I'm only, and I, I can only say this from my own personal perspective, for me, only for me, I can only say it for me, everybody else is a little different and that's fine. I can say this for me though. You know, when when my son when my son passed, man, angry at God, pissed at God, wanted 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 to wanted to cut wanted to cuss at God, wanted to cuss out wanted to curse out God. Oh my man, look, that was that was your boy for a, for a good long time. Because I was angry, bitter, hurt, just a ticking time bomb. Angry because angry because I felt God because I felt God took away one and one one of the one of the most one of the things that I felt humanized me. Well, what one of the one of the four things, one of the four things that I felt humanized me. What my oldest son. I mean, and I'll say this, I'll say this and be completely transparent. I've my children were are well were, you know, at the time were. The one, the only thing, the only thing, the only, the only individuals outside of my family that that I felt humanized me. And when, when my son was taken from, when my son was taken from this plane, I felt like a part of what made what what humanized me was gone too. And I, yeah, I went hell yeah, and hell yeah, I was angry. Hell yeah, I was bitter. Hell yeah, I was pissed. Hell yeah, I want I want to curse. No, I take that back. Not wanting to curse, I did curse. Oh God, all kind of, all kind, all every name, every 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 colorful metaphor in the in a book in a damn book, y'all.
and I had to, and the one thing that I had to realize that I had to realize was that, that my, and I, and I, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but just, 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 just roll, just roll, just roll with me for just a second. You know, I think that the people that we keep close to or the people that we keep close to our hearts are, you know, are, are play are a large are a large part of who we are in spirit. You know, my my children or my children were the ones were the people that I were were the ones that I kept closest to my heart. They were pretty much a large part of who I, you know, a large part of my spirit. And that was when I felt when I felt when my son passed, I felt that that was part of my, like a big part of my spirit was taken away. And I was angry. And I was like, dude, you can't. Why did you do this? You can't do that. I mean, just, what, what do I have? What do I have now? You know, come to find out, you know, there was there was more. There was more in store. You know, and I'm not going to say that it's that it's easy to recover or rebuild a broken spirit because it's not because my because my spirit is because I'm still I'm still rebuilding and reconstructing my own spirit. But but the but the other thing besides uh, besides understanding what God's will and purpose for for our lives is are is or are. It also helps us when we are in right where first of all it helps us when this thing and then when and I'll put it like this. So understanding what God's will and spirit and purpose and purpose for our lives is is also understanding understanding or being in right relationship with God. When I what do I mean by right relationship? It's self-explanatory, but I'll explain it. Right relationship meaning that, you know, that you're that you're that you that you're taught that you're talking to God daily. That you're that you're listening and you're hearing his word, hearing what he says to you. That that you're that you're that you're acting on what that you're acting on that that you're acting fervently on that, and you're making sure that what is said that what is said that what is that you're acting acting in that in the way in the the exact way that has been said that has been that it was presented to you. So, I'm 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 gonna clue some of y'all in on a little secret. Did y'all know that prayers prayer is a is a conver- is just a just a conversation with God? Yeah, Quint, most most definitely you're 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 at your most vulnerable when you when you're with him, when you're with him and when you're around him. But let me clue y'all in on a little secret. Did you, did you know that prayer was did you did any did y'all know that prayer is just a it's simply just a conversation with God? Hey Simone, did y'all know that? Did y'all did y'all also know that it, that it doesn't have to be this this maj- this majestic thing this majestic large scale thing right like some like some like some preachers or some evangelists and, and that. It did, man. It don't require. It don't require all that. It really, it honestly, it honestly doesn't. I'm just telling y'all. It 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 really, really, it honestly doesn't require all that. 
majesticness because all that's just like to me it's just window dressing and it doesn't require it doesn't require window dressing all it really requires is just you having a conversation with god hey god i i think i thank you i thank you for i thank you for waking me up this morning i thank you for giving me the breath of life i thank you for just being who you are to me and who you are to my family. I thank you for safe, for safe arrivals and safe departures from my family, for my family. Thank you for just blessing me about, thank you for just blessing me with everything that I've given that you, that you've given me. And thank you for allowing me, allowing me to be a, be a good, be the, be the good shepherd over the things that you have given to me, man. Look, it doesn't, it don't require all that. You know, it, it's just a conversation. It doesn't have to be this. It don't got to be a formal. It doesn't have to be a formal conversation. It's a conversation. Hey God, I just wanted to just want to tell you that I thank you for what you've done for me. You know. Hey God, I think I just want just want to tell you that I that I pray that I that I read that I'm I'm really grateful for all the things that you've that you've given to me. Yes, Simone. That's that is so true. That is so true. Especially when we feel guilty about something that we've done. Then, then, then that's when we make it make it this grand, this grandiose thing. And for what reason? Why are you? Why are we making it making it this grand, this grandiose thing? It's not grandiose. It's it shouldn't shouldn't even be that that shouldn't even be that. If you if you did something if you if you feel guilty about something and you want and you and something that you've done or something that's or something that you've done just it's simple. Hey God, I want I want to tell you that I that I'm that I did this, and I'm confessing it to you, and I'm sorry for what I'm sorry for what I did. I'm sorry for what I did. I'm asking I'm asking for you. I'm asking you to forgive me for the thing for this for this transgression upon you, and. I'm hoping that you can forgive me. For, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that I'm praying that you can forgive me. How do you start a conversation? You just you just started like you. It's simple. Just like you're talking to like you're talking to a person, like you're talking to another person. But uh, but also under but also understanding in com- just as in conversation just in, in conversation just in, in just as in conversation with people. When you when we converse with other people. That we give that we give them respect, then we give them that we give them we give them respect as a as we as we talk to them, and that they and that they were the respect in them as us talking as talking to them, and they also with the respect that they respect them, them responding. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. You speak you you can you can speak you can speak to God you can speak to God in rever with reverence and respect without having without having to be grandiose about it. Without having to be all pompous and circumstance about it, that's that's honestly speaking, and some I know some people are gonna jump on my head for this, but that's just that's just for sh- that's some show that's some show stuff, man. Oh, that's that's just for show, man. But I mean, I mean, like I said, Simone, I mean, you just it's literally just having just having like you have like you converse with your with. Your mother or your father or any good friend or a good friend, you start. It's just it's the same thing. It's literally the same thing, and it doesn't have to be all this great big old 
thing like that, man. You know, it doesn't have to be. You know, and you just like just like when you talk to a person and you and you become you and you become vulnerable with that person, it's okay to be vulnerable. So it's, it's it's really really okay to be vulnerable with God. It's not like he don't know that. It's not like he don't know what you're gonna tell him already. It's not like he knows how you feel already. He does. He does know that. Just just waiting for you to say it. He knows that if he knows a part of you is sorry for the things that you did to somebody, he just want he's waiting for you to say just waiting for you to say it. That's it. That's all. I mean, and again, I'm not finna harp on, I'm not finna harp on anybody because that's just not what that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm trying to do. But I just want to emphasize that it's really not about grandiose things. It's not about, <clears throat> you know. Saying all these things with a loud voice and you know all that humming, humming, humming. No, hell no. It's just about it's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. It's literally a conversation. That's what prayer is. It's a conversation with God. And like I said, you don't have to go through this all this old grandiose type stuff, man. Just. Just tell this, tell this, tell him what you feel. Tell him how you feel. And then, you know, if if you if if you happen, if you happen to be a, you happen to cry when you do that, then that's fine. Let the let the tears flow. Let the tears flow. If you happen to be emotional when you when, when you when you're having this conversation, it's okay. It's okay. Yep, show can quit. You can start, dear Lord or Father God, it's me again. You can always do that. And you know what, Simone? I I get I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. I honestly do get it. But you can't be afraid of what you can't be afraid of, like. You're not if you're not if you're not afraid of him, but you're afraid of what you did and the thing that you did that had, that made you have to come to him. Well, I mean, eventually you're gonna have to. Eventually you're gonna have to come. You have to come to him about it anyway. Why not just? Why not just come? Why not just be be cool? Be honest. Be be forthwith about it. For forbearing, for forthcoming about it. And I think, and I and I and I get what you're saying, Simone, because because it's also like how we how we were, how we are, how we were when we were kids, when we did when we did something, when we did something, when we were, when we did something we knew we were not supposed to do, and now 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 it's time now it's time to come clean to the parent, now it's time to come clean to our parents, and we don't and we don't we don't want it, we don't want to come clean to our parents because we know there's gonna be a but we know it's gonna be some form of punishment behind that. That's kind of I, I I get it I I get what you're saying, but some I mean well sometimes I think when when you're honest and you're for when you're honest and you're forthcoming with God I mean it it just know you you still you still you still gonna you still gonna be you still gonna be corrected or reprimanded, but I think being forthcoming softens the blow a little bit. 
you know, just like when you when you were be when you were honest and upfront with your parents, you still you still you still you still got you still got punished or you still got that butt whipping. You just you just didn't get you just didn't get it. You just didn't get it as just to get it as you know as as intense as if you would have as you would have if you had if you just didn't say anything or you lied about it. So it's it's just, I mean I get it I mean because there have been times there have been times where I have where I wasn't necessarily forthcoming or forth forthcoming with God about how I felt about something or if I had done if I had offended somebody or if I had did something to them whether it was it was egregious or not egregious and I just didn't say anything. But then when I when I'm more when I'm more forthcoming and saying, "Hey God" or "Hello Father," it's you know, it's me. I I did this. I'm sorry for what I did. You know, you know, I'm really sorry for what I did. I feel really horrible about it, and I'm hoping that you can forgive me for it. And, and like I said, you for me for me, I felt I felt better when I was when I was when I I felt better when I said that when I said those things. Rather than just kind of keep the hold that to myself and then not say nothing about it at all, and then when it then when it then then when it does come out, the pun the punishment is much the punishment is much more severe. If you if you if you're not com- if you're not comfortable if you're not comfortable with what Quint's suggestions are, you know, I mean, you can say, "Hey God," and "Hey Hey God," it's me again. I mean, if you're not comfortable with that. You know, some people are not some people are not always comfortable with though with saying Lord or Father or things of things of that nature. Some people some people just ain't just are not comfortable with that. And for me, it, for a while, like for a while, I wasn't I I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable with that. You know. You know what I I think I think I think in some I think in some instances, and some people will agree with me or not agree with me on this. I think in some instances we look more, we look more to formality for formality. Oh, here. You can start by, by dear Lord or father. God is me again. That's what, that's what she said. Um, Simone. But the one thing that the one, the, but the one thing I want to kind of point out when it comes to that, I think that we, I think that we, get so caught up in formalities and being formal and being yep exactly quint talk to him as if, as if you were talking to a friend literally god is your friend so but i think but i think the one thing that i think some of us get caught up in i think we and this is this was me for this was me for quite this was me for a while too this was me for quite some time too i think we get caught up in the formalities of it And seeing, and seeing how, see, and I got caught up in the format formalities of it because I saw because I saw those things in my in, in my uncle and my auntie, and my uh, my uncle and my uncle and my aunties, my aunts, my my cousins, and and those guys and and those, and, and those people, you know what I'm saying, and. I saw I saw how I saw how they did it. I saw how they talked. I saw how they talked to God. And for me, because I saw that, because I saw how that I, you know, saw, you know, as a kid seeing how that worked, and then as I also see see it again, 
as a young adult and now seeing it as I'm as I'm being a lot older, I thought I thought that I thought that that was how I had to approach it. I thought I had to be formal and, you know, Lord God, Jesus, King of King, Lord of Lords. I thought I just had to be formal about it and say and say all those things and say those things with, you know, with with regality and make it make it sound regal and convincing and things of that nature when all that ain't really necessary. Yes, there's a certain regalia about about God, but it does in some instances it just doesn't it's just not it's just not required in that. You know, like I said, just talk to God as you as if you're talking to a person. You know, and I hear what I hear I hear what you're saying, Simone. You're just trying to sell and get myself to start the conversation. And that and that's cool, and that's cool. And getting yourself to that point takes it takes an element of time. And that and that's cool, but you don't want to wait too. You don't wait. Want to wait until it's too late to start that conversation. So, and like I said, for me, I thought that for me, I thought I I had to be from formal and just all these things with with pomp and circus. Nah, nope. Ain't 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 even that thing. The second, the, the second subtenant that I wanted to talk about that I wanted to put into this as well, besides just being in right relationship with God, it also helps that we, when we are in right relationship with other people. Who are these other people? Well, that's everybody. That's pretty much everybody we come in contact with. That's what I mean. Where that's what I mean with other people. There's, other, there's people that we've come in contact, that we've come in, that we have relationships with, that we come in, that we've come in contact with. People that we consider our friends, people that we consider our close friends, family. These are we we have to make sure that we cultivate those right relationships with people. What what is a what is a right relationship? A right relationship is one that is based upon mutual that's based upon mutual trust, understanding, love, and camaraderie. That's a right relationship. It's difficult for us. It's difficult for us sometimes as people and human beings to keep those right relationships because trust and love and camaraderie. Are are three are three are three qualities that are hard to come by and are hard to come by in, in people because you can get two out of, you can get two out of three or you get one out of three in some in, in some cases not all cases you'll always get all three but when you do come across yeah yeah Quint. Say that, say that, say that one. I'm gonna put that up here. So say that one more time for the folks in the back. So what Quinn says, the word is where it says, if you think your brother has has an art, bring your gift to the altar and go to them. You can't pray and have beef with others. Nope. You cannot. 
and what that all what and what that also means and it also means in, in the in the more in the more practical sense of how I break it down is you can't you can you can't sit up and have you can't be beefing with somebody and then pray for their downfall. You can't have a grudge for nobody and sit up and, and come at the altar and say, "Hey, I want, hey God, I want, I, I want, I want you to destroy this man or this woman." That's that's not that's not how that works. That's most definitely how that's definitely not how that works. But being in right relationship with people means meaning that meaning that first of all, these people these people have a first of all being in right relationship with people means that you have a mutual respect. First of all, it comes from being. It means it's mutual respect. I respect you. You respect me. Also, right related. Also, right relationships mean that that you that you that you love that you love this that you love this person that you love that you love this person. Just as Christ loved the church, meaning that you should all you should always be able to come to this person in a spirit in a spirit of love and a spirit of respect and say, "Hey, I want to talk to you about something that you did." And both of you guys can sit down, and both of you guys can ha- sit down and have a con- and both of you guys can sit down and have a conversation and talk about it. Without nobody, without nobody jumping off the deep end, or without somebody, without it end up being being fisticuffs. Right relationships mean that it's not only just mutual respect, not only mutual love, but it's also mutual camaraderie and just sharing, making sure that and sharing a personal interest in each other, not a romantic interest, but a per a a respected personal interest in each other, wanting to make sure that that person succeeds or gets to the place that they need to go without without some without somebody here without you or the other person feeling feeling guilty or feeling jealous feeling jealous about it i think i i think that's something that we as we we all struggle with 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 when it comes to family it's it's easy it's easier to it's easier to to fun, to cultivate right relationships with strangers because strange because strangers because strangers don't strangers don't know you don't know you from a can of paint don't know you from a can of paint a stranger doesn't know you from anything they just they just know they just know you by your face they just know you by just you guys coming across each other coming across each other and just cordially speaking family on the other hand no, some of them know you like a book because some of them, some of our family members we live with, we live with. And I think that's the difficult part because sometimes you can't always cultivate right relationships with family because family, family has this idea of idea of you. And sometimes it's an inflated idea of you. And that's the that's the my that's the that's how they look at you regardless of what you do regardless irrespective if you change if, irrespective if you're if you make if you make a a complete 180 in your life or not they're always going to look at you as 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 you were rather than who they're as you were rather than as you are and sometimes sometimes that's the case that's the case with friends too 
friends will also friends will also, friends will look at you as you are, and they'll they'll respect you as they'll respect you as you are. Yeah, oh yeah, Quinn. Show support and not compete. Oh God, I could talk about that one all. I could talk about that particular part of it, Quinn, all day long, and it and it probably and, it, and we'd probably be here for another three or four hours. <laughs> but to kind of put that in to put that in its most simplest terms. First and foremost, it is okay to be, it is okay to, it's okay to show support to someone. Whether that's emotional support, whether that's physical support, whether whether that is spiritual support, whether that's, you know, mental support. It's okay, it's okay for that. It's okay to do that. And, and competition, competition is also good as well. Healthy competition is good get what i'm saying now healthy competition is good destructive convert destructive competition is not good when so when when you when someone competes with you to to with you and their and their and their objective is to totally destroy you that is not healthy competition if they're competing with you with the with Benevolent intentions, and the only thing they want to do is just to get better. They 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 just want to improve themselves as well as help improve you. That's healthy to me. That's healthy health. That's healthy competition to me. You know, there are people that I compete with, and, and they and the only thing that the only thing that they want we all have we share a mutual goal. We all just want to we all just want to be better. We all just want to be better people. We all just want to be better better at what we do. And competition and healthy competition is supportive. It's not antagonistic. It's not adversarial. That's true, John. That's true. But also in it, but in it, but also in the same instance, John, we also we also need to be able to discern when competition becomes healthy and destructive we need to be able to we need we need to be able to see the the warning signs with that because you'll be able to you'll know when when competition is healthy and you'll also know when it's destructive and you need and we we need to be able to have that discernment in that because we when when competition is healthy there's camaraderie it's friendly it's not it's not antagonistic it's not adversarial when it's destructive that person, that individual or individuals that you're in competition with, they're going to be adversarial. They're going to be destructive. They're going to be antagonistic. And I think, and I won't say I think, right relationships are right relationships with people are, are non-adversarial, are non-adversarial and non-antagonistic. Right relationships are all will always be in the spirit of benevolence. Never, never with, never in this, never with malicious intent. And that also, that also goes with discernment, John. You have to be able to discern those people, those, those people who you align yourself with. You'll, you'll know, you'll know, you'll know people who have, have a benevolent spirit. You'll know people, you'll know if someone is approaching you with benevolence or, or, or malicious intent. You'll know that. You'll see that. Gotta 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 pop gotta pop that right in your head, like oh, don't don't mess with that one. You don't, you don't want to mess with him. He he or she that yeah they 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 want to destroy you. Don't don't go nowhere near them. 
So you don't want to mess with them. And, and you'll know when it's, when it's benevolent. Hey, they're the people you want to be around. Those are the people that they're the people that you want to deal with. And like I said, you have to be able to see that. And I mentioned this in a in a last podcast. Um, discernment is not discernment is more than just using your physical eyes. Discernment is also seeing things with your spiritual eyes. Of course, when we look at it, when we look with our 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 natural eyes, we only see we only we only see this we only see surface level. When we look into our when we look with our spiritual eyes, we see things way beyond surface. Well, well beyond the surface. We see everything else. And when you and when you're able to discern how people are and what their intent is for you, you're you you're able you're able to maneuver better when it, you're able to maneuver a lot more concise and more clear when it comes to pursuing right relationships with people. And again, it's all and it really honestly speaking, and again, I said this in a previous podcast, you know, sometimes it just, you just have to, you just, you just have to be around people. And excuse my French. And you have to be around people who don't want shit from you. Nothing. They don't want anything from you. The only thing they want to do is see you win. The only thing they want to do is see you win. That's it. That's the only thing they want to do is see you come out on top and see you win. And those are right relationships, but again, like, and when it when when I say that, it's 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 also reciprocal. They don't want nothing from you, but they want to see you win. You don't want nothing from them, and they want and, and you want to see them win. Those are right right relationships are always based upon benevolence. The, to me, it's always benevolence because someone someone with a someone with a benevolent heart and a benevolent spirit. Will all will always be that will always want to pursue right relationships, but you have to also be careful. You have to be able to discern when someone when someone is using disguise, you know, is is disguising maliciousness with benevolence. So you have to be able to. So you have to. You have to be able to see that because there are people that will disguise malicious intent, will disguise their malicious intent with you know a benevolent nature. You have to be able to see that. And like I said, with with, and I and I get what you're saying, Samoa. It's, it's sometimes it's, it's with family. It's oh oh my goodness. Sometimes you just have to, have to just just with family. You just have to just I don't know. Those are those are those are waters that a lot of us that most of us navigate when it comes to family, and you just have to you just have to kind of discern who's who's benevolent, and who's malicious. You know you. You'll be you you'll be able to tell you'll be able to tell who they are by by the way by the way they act towards you by the way they respond to you by the way they treat you you know you'll be able to tell benevolence when you see it you'll be able to tell maliciousness when you see it you'll also be able to see you know you'll also be able to see um you'll also be able to see maliciousness disguised as benevolence. And like I said, with with family, that's a little. It's, a, it's I don't know, Simone. I can say this: it's a little bit more of a slippery slope with that. Slippery slope with that because there's so many factors that could go into that. Because like I said, family already knows you. They know they 
they have more intel. They have more intel about you, and but they're but they're but they're always gonna they're always but unfortunately, and I've had this experience before. They'll always some some family members, not all of them. Some family members will see you. They will they will always see they will always see you as you were, not as you are. And the only way the only way that you can fight only I, I won't say the only way that you can fight that. Yep, show can show wolves. Show will quit. You will be able to see wolves disguised in sheep's clothing because, unfortunately, a wolf, a wolf will always make a wolf will always make him make him or herself known. No matter no matter how stealthily they hide themselves, it's gonna be something about them that you're gonna be able to pick out right off the top, right off the top, and. You know, wolves are not wolves. Aren't wolves aren't stealthy creatures? So no matter no matter how no matter how stealthily or how how perfect or how good they're able to hide their true nature for you with you or their intent for you, you will you will all you will always you will see you'll see a little bit in that in them. You'll see a little bit of that in them how they when they talk to you, how they how they act around you, how they treat you. You know what they what they what they what they say to you what they say about you to to other people, how they address you, how they handle you. You'll see you'll see a little bit of that in in those in those people. And once you see it, it's it's literally a choice to be whether you want to remain friends friends where you want to remain in relationship with them or not. It's so it's okay it's okay to let the wrong people go. I think sometimes I think sometimes we as human we as human beings we hang on to the we hang on to the wrong people for what for what we consider the right reasons. And we let go of the right people. We let go of the right people for the wrong reasons. The right, the the wrong people are the ones that that tear us down, that that say that say horrible things to us, that say that take adversarial antagonistic actions towards us, speak speak bad speak bad about us in the street in the streets, talk talk mad talk nasty to us around, talk nasty about us around our, around family or friends. It just are just altogether just horrible people. Yet, yet we yet we keep those people around because we're afraid to let them go. We're afraid to separate and distance ourselves from those people. We're afraid that if we let, we're afraid that if we let, if we let that per, we let that person go, that we're not good. That we, that our ability, that our ability to have friends, or to make and keep friends, is severely stunted. However, to the converse of that, when we, when we let, when we, when we let go of the right friends for the wrong reasons, these, the right friends are the ones that 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 will that don't that don't that don't talk bad about you in the streets that 
that always that always speak love and light to you, that always have a kind word for you, that will always pick you up when you're down. They're a shoulder that you can, they're a person that you can depend on, a shoulder that you can cry on when you're feeling when you're feeling horrible, when you have when either you're feeling horrible or you've had a horrible day. The right people, the right people will always we 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 come we commonly let go of the right people when we're being corrected by those when we're being corrected by those by those people. The wrong people, the wrong person will the wrong person's not gonna correct you. Someone that talks bad about you in the streets ain't gonna correct you. They'll act, they'll act, they'll actually encourage, they'll actually encourage, they'll actually encourage horrible, they'll actually encourage bad behavior or horrible behavior or irresponsible behavior or decisions, or they'll they'll encourage they'll encourage horrible decisions. And the other thing is that the wrong people lack accountability, lack accountability. The right people that we let go for the wrong reasons are the ones that are the ones that's going to correct. They're the ones that, again, like I said before, say good things about us, despite irrespective, irrespective, irrespective if we've done something wrong or not. However, however, they will hold us to the rug if we're wrong and will correct and will correct us when we when will correct us when we need to be when we need to be corrected. We let we let go of those people because we feel that those people are being ultra ultra critical of us when when the only thing that they were doing honestly speaking was just just giving us correction telling us hey that hey that's wrong don't do that or better yet telling us hey you were wrong now apologize What is it that you hate, um, Simone? Is it the fact that you that we that you keep the keep around keep around the wrong people for the right keep around keep around the wrong pe- the wrong people for what we consider the quote unquote right reasons in our mind the right reasons. So I mean. I mean, just the right people will will hold us to the rug when we do that. When we when we mess up, hey, ah, I get it. So you keep you keep around the wrong people for the for the quote unquote right reasons, and then you get you get rid of the right people for the quote unquote wrong reasons, right? Humor's good. Humor is good, John. Humor is good. Humor is good, but some, but but I think when we when we try to correct our friends with humor, we need to put we need to go, we need to make sure that we inject truth into that humor, so that way they understand what we're saying is serious. It's fun. It's funny, but it's serious. Yeah, I'm. I you know what I I you know for me, we're we're kind of, we're kind of like two peas in a pod with that Simone, because I because I'm because I'm guilty of doing the same thing. I've had I've had to learn to be I've had to learn to be much more of a discerning person when it came when it came to that. 
And all and the only way I on the only reason I had to learn to discern it is because when when it happened to me, when people that I people that I thought were my good were friends that were cool with me and all this good stuff, and they're talking and they and they talking they talking dirt, they talking so much dirt and so much misinformation about me in the streets and then all this other stuff about me and you know I knew that they were talking bad about me but bad about me but I didn't but I still didn't get rid of them and plus they they encouraged they encouraged all my they encouraged and they they encouraged my incorrect incorrect behavior they they made sure they said they made sure that I wasn't responsible or accountable for the actions that I did and and those are the, for those are people that I kept around. But when it came to people that were that were that were my that were good that were the right the right friend the right people, and the ones that the ones that I got rid of for the quote unquote wrong reasons, that's true. I mean, I get I get that I get that Simone. I do. Um, my thing, my thing with that is that you know, and I and I'll say that I'll say this to you. When it come when it comes to that, when it comes to family, or even total strangers, dis- discern discern the intent. Discern the intent where it's coming from. Is it coming from a good place? Is it coming from a place of? Is it coming from a good hearted a good hearted person? Is it coming from? A place of benevolence. If you if you can if you can feel if you can feel that that particular type of spirit in somebody, then it's, then it's probably coming from a good place. But if it's coming from, you know, just abject hatred and all this other stuff, then you might want to. You can I say if someone's coming from saying something like that from a place of hatred or something like that. I mean, I would say. You can take it for what it's worth, but you but in essence, you don't necessarily have to listen to it. And honest and literally, and honestly speaking, it's a choice. A, we have a choice. We have a choice to we have a choice to what we listen to. We literally have a choice to what we listen to, to what we to what we allow in our ear gates. Because let's let's just, I'm gonna put it like this. We 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 as human beings are influenced by. We're influenced by what we hear. We're influenced by what we see. And we're influenced by what we think. Though to me, those are three main things I think that we're influenced by. So you feel like your folks are always attacking you, but you feel that people that you don't know are softer with you. Well, I mean, and like I like I just mentioned before, it's just you. You have you have a choice. Yeah, you we all have a choice to we are we all have a choice to allow what we listen to. We all have a choice to allow whatever is being said to us or about us in our ear gates. That we all have that choice. If you I put like this, if you if you feel that it's a if you feel that's antagonistic or adversarial, you don't have to listen to it. You can you can you can do you can literally take it for what it's worth and keep moving. And no, I'm not saying you don't have I mean, you don't have to be like that with everybody, because sometimes, you know. 
sometimes being sometimes ignorance isn't bliss. And sometimes and when sometimes some some people are saying things out of, you know, pure benevolence, but it sounds but it sounds antagonistic. And again, it just goes back to discernment. Like I said, but also like I said before, we we have a choice, we have a choice to what we listen to, to what we allow in our what we let's put it like this. We have a choice in what we allow into our spirits, into our minds, into our bodies, into our souls, into our hearts. Yes, thank you, Quint. Thank you, Quint. Because I I was I was struggling to try to find find this find to say that find the words to say, but you just said it for me. It's not always about what people call you or what or what they say about you. It is what you answer to. And sometimes sometimes an answer isn't it doesn't it doesn't you know. Exactly, exactly, and and I and I and I'll and I'll reach and I retract that particular statement that I said to someone earlier. So you don't necessarily you don't have to receive anything. If you feel it's antagonistic to you, you don't have to receive it. If you feel it's not not the right thing for you to take in, take in, you don't have to receive it. And like I like I mentioned before, we we. Our spirit is influenced by what we see, what we hear, what we think. What we hear and what we see largely largely influence that. And yes, you're right, Quint. Everything, well, actually, you should have, you should actually should have added everybody too to that too. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna add that to it. Everything and everybody don't deserve your energy. So if it so if it feels so if it feels bad so if it feels bad to you, you don't have to, you don't have to receive that or accept it. Bad energy is bad energy. Period. So some sometimes you sometimes you just have to sometimes Simone and I and I can say this because I've because I've done this on a couple of, on a couple of occasions. Sometimes you just have to just ignore ignore people. Ignore certain people because sometimes because sometimes people sometimes people just don't sometimes just people just don't mean well for you and you can see that you can see that in their eyes and in their intent and everything else sometimes people just don't mean well for you and they and the only, and the only thing that they're doing they're waiting to see you fall they're waiting to see you take a dive. They're waiting to see you fall. They're waiting to see you. <coughs> they're, wait, they're waiting to see you turn belly up like a whale, like a beach whale. They're waiting. To, they're waiting to see you beat yourself like a whale. They're waiting for you to take a nose dive. Don't get, don't get, don't get people with bad intentions, or bad, or horrible, or horrible, or horrible juju. Don't give people that. Don't give people that satisfaction. Because once, because once they see you take that nose dive, they know that they got you, and they can, and they can, can they can keep bombarding you with, with negative words and negative thought, pride, and negative thoughts, and that'll continue, and that will continue to keep you dying on a nose dive till you hit, till you hit the ground, and then you explode. Now that, that's not that's not a good place. That's not a good place for anybody. And yeah, Quinn, for real, and you and and see. Yeah, why? Well, I mean, I'm 
I'm honestly, honestly, Simone, that's that's just that's just how I that's just that is how I've had to approach that. That is how I had to approach it. I've had to approach it in that manner. Everybody, not the people that want to see you win, they they're gonna they're gonna keep you afloat, and they're gonna keep you afloat. They're gonna do everything that they can to keep you afloat. The people that don't want to see you win, they're gonna do everything to sink your sink sink your ship. And what and once they know once they know if they damaged your ship, once they know if they once they know that they damaged your ship, they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna keep firing and firing until your ship is eventually sunk. Never give never give anybody an opportunity, never give anybody the opportunity to do that. Protect your energy at all costs. Protect. Protect your heart, protect your mind, protect your spirit, protect your soul at all costs, at all at all times. Because there, because there are people out here that are that are that are that are in that are energy leeches. All they want to do, all they want to do, is leech off your positive energy, leech off the blessing, leech off the blessings that you that God that God has given you. Leech off the thing, leech off your leech off the things that you achieve on you from the sweat of your own brow. Their energy leech, their these people will these people will leech will leech off you spiritually, financially, physically, mentally, emotionally until until you are until you are until you are just a nothing but a husk. I can say I can I can say that because I've experienced it. And when and when they when they leave you like a husk, they 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 just they move they moving on they moving on to the next person because you're used up you don't have you have nothing else to give them at that point they're moving on they're moving on to the next sucker they try to see what they can take what they can leech off that person don't you you don't want you never never give anybody never give anybody that never give anybody that's gonna be that's with an intent to destroy you or make you feel bad or make you feel less than who you are never give that type of person that type of energy never give that person your positive and infectious infectious energy because they'll take it until you ain't gotten until you have none to give those people only mean those people only mean harm they don't mean they don't mean anything good for you. They mean harm. Right relation, right relationships with people, the relationships with the right people. Those people don't want nothing from you. Damn, they're not trying to leech off anything. Actually, they want they want to they want to add they want to help add to you. Yes, Quint. Yes, indeed, sis. Yes, indeed. Never allow someone to determine your day. Because the minute you allow someone to determine your day, that's pretty much how your day gonna go. And it's gonna and you gonna and you and it's gonna it's gonna be hell and high water. It's gonna be hell and high water to try to get it back on the get it back on track on the track that you want that that you were that you initially woke up with woke up on. If you woke up in a good mood and somebody and somebody just dislodged you from your track and now you have a horrible day. It's gonna be real hard for you to get back on a good day track, get, get back on the track of being in a good mood and stuff like that. Cause and it's amazing. 
it's amazing how how much how much we as people allow other people to determine the course of our days and the course of our moods throughout the day. It's amazing how much we allow people to do that. One 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 one, one wrong word from somebody, and all, all of a sudden, boom, my day screwed up. Some somebody didn't somebody didn't put the right didn't put the right enough right amount of creamer in my coffee. Okay, so my my day my day is messed up. So I'm gonna be angry for the rest of the day. Urgh. Or you look you look at your paycheck. And, oh, well, I wasn't paid right. Okay, my day is messed up. Urgh. Or you know other stuff. I mean things like things like that can dislodge us can dislodge us from the track. Our good are having a good day track, and it's those things are like. You know, some someone like not putting enough creamer in your coffee. That's my that's minutia. Somebody not you know putting their putting like an extra piece of lettuce, an extra piece of tomato, or extra tomato or whatever on a sandwich or something like that, and you get angry about that. That's minutia. Now somebody, somebody bring somebody bring bringing bringing you irreparable harm. That's not minutia. That's that's serious. But at the same time, people should never, never, you should never let someone determine the course of your day or how your day is going to go. You, if you if you woke up and you told yourself today's going today's going to be a good day, if you woke up in the morning you said today is going to be the best day ever, then you do everything in your power to make it the best day ever. Never allow somebody to dislodge you from that thought process and that course. You know, like I said, some somebody put not put somebody put not put enough cream in your coffee, or you you went to you went to you went somewhere to lunch, and somebody made somebody made a sound, made somebody made made your meal wrong, and you know something happened at your job, and it was something that was like that could that was easily fixed, and it really wasn't your fault. That's that's minutia. That's real. That's that's minute. That's really, really. That's minute. That's real. That's minutia right there. Stuff that stuff that is like serious. Is somebody playing with playing with your money? Somebody playing with your somebody playing with your somebody playing with your family or playing with your kids, or somebody playing with somebody trying to play with a good friend? Somebody playing with a good friend of yours? Those things are not minutia. Those things are quite serious. So, I just look. Some I'm. I'm Eh, well, <laughs> um, I for me, for me, food is not a big old thing. If someone if someone messes up my order, I mean, it's it's a simple, it's, a, it's just a simple thing. Say, hey, look, could you could you make this again? And they'll do it. Or if it's or for me, if it's not that not that serious or not that trivial, I'll just I'll just eat it and be and be cool with it. But that other stuff, man. <sighs> I think the one I think the one thing we as human beings we we focus so much on the minutia or the small stuff that we that we that we so that we forget the bigger picture that we forget the whole the bigger the bigger perspective because we think because we think the small stuff disrupts our the small the smallest thing will disrupt our day when in actuality it's the larger things that do that the, the smaller stuff plays a plays a role, play, just just playing a role and plays a role into the bigger stuff. 
<laughs> yeah. I would I would be want to agree with that. I would be want to agree with that. Is I just don't I've I've had to learn to not let people determine that, determine the course of how my day, how my day operates or how my day goes. Today's for me, today's good. Today is to today just as any other day is gonna be a good day. Unless 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 something unless something horrible comes up that I have no control over. And now if if it's something that I don't have any control over, then I handle it accordingly. And the thing, the one thing that I've that, that I learned from a really good of someone that I consider someone I consider a great friend, a good good friend. You know, we we serve together and we talk, we talk and we and we've talked since then, you know. The one thing you told me is control what you can control what you can control. If you if if it's something if, if you can't control it, then if it's, if it's not if it's not in your immediate vicinity or it's not directly in your hands or if it's not something you can personally handle, then you can't control it. Some things there's some things happen that's not that's not within within our realm of control. How people how people react to us, how people how people react to us, how people treat us, and sometimes, no, we the way I see it, if it's something I don't have control over, oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be okay regardless. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be okay regardless because I can't because what can I do with that? I can't control that. I can't control. I I can't I can so I put like this. And this, this, and for me, Simone, this, this is the best. This will be the best example that I can give. I can't control what come, I can't control what what people say out of their mouths about me. But I can control how I respond, how I how I respond, or how I choose how I choose to or not respond to it. That's the best. That's the best example that I could give. I could give you. I don't have things that are things that I cannot control. I don't try. I do not try to control. Because what's going to happen if I try to control it? It'll probably. I, I'll, for me, I mean, for what happens if I try to control it? It'll it'll be worse than it'll be worse than what it was, and when I tried to, when I didn't control it. So I can't control what I can't control things that happen. I can't control. I can pull. This is another analogy that I use. I can't control it. I can't control things that happen outside of me. But I, but I damn sure can control things that happen inside, inside of me. And what I mean inside of me, inside, inside of my, inside of my circle, inside of my personal space and my circle of influence. That's what I can control. Anything that's outside of my circle of influence, or that, or that, anything that's outside of my circle of influence, or something that I literally can't control, I don't, I don't, I don't try to. Anything that's within my circle of influence, and I know that I, I can, I can control without it, without it backfiring or hurting me or harm or harming me in a negative fashion. Oh yeah, I, I'll give it the old college try. But certain things don't certain things don't always require control. 
people can say what they want about about me at this point. It's how it's how it's it's how I choose to respond or not respond. Sometimes, sometimes some of the sometimes some of, and this is very. I think this this is very. This is I think this for, would be great for everybody. If you know, sometimes the best response is no response. You say something horrible to me, I don't. I don't got to respond. I really don't. You can say whatever you want. You can call me all kind of. You can call me all kind of niggas and bitches and hoes and all kind of other and all kind of other ridiculous stuff. Ain't ain't shit ass nigga. All kind all kind of stuff. You can say all that stuff about me. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I don't got to respond to that because guess what. I know who I am as a person and I know who I, and I know who, and I know who God, who God said I am. So why should I even, why should I even give you, why should I even give a person that says some stuff like that to me? There were even the, <laughs> why should I even give, why should I even grace them with a response? Better for me to better for me to walk away and say, and I don't think I said I just shrug my shoulders. I just I will shrug my shoulders and walk away because that's just what it is. And I've had to learn how to I've had to learn how to ignore ignore certain people. Because certain people will just Lord have Lord give me strength when I say this because I do, I do not want to use a swear word. Certain people will say whatever the hell they want and say, well, I take that back. They'll say whatever the hell they want and say and use whatever phrase they want to 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 get a rise to get a rise out of you. They want they want they want to make they want to they want to say whatever they gonna say, whatever they want to say to you to get you to the point of being angry and to get you to the point of being angry or Get you the point. Well, get you the point of being angry. So that way, when you get angry, that that then that's when you act irrational and irresponsible. And in the moment that you act irrational or irresponsible, they be like, "Got him, got him." Why get? Why give people the pleasure of watching you act, or of watching you act, and watching you do that to yourself? You don't have to act because the minute because the minute so the minute you do that, you didn't literally play it into their hands. Up, oh, I got him. Or better yet, I got her. I said something to her. She responded, she responded in an irrational and irresponsible way. Now, understand, understand, understand that your irresponsible or irrational action has a consequence to it. And now you got and now you have to be now you have to now you have to be accountable for that action. Avoid all that. Don't 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 say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't don't act. Don't act. Don't do nothing. As much as much as as much as it as much as your mind and your heart tell you to to act or say something, and sometimes I don't know for I know for me sometimes I know for me sometimes somebody that says something so bad about me I've literally 
had both I had both my fists, both my hands balled up into a fist, and I really wanted to really want to send this person to the moon. But I know if I would, but I know if I did that, if I know if I know if I did that, there would be a greater consequence behind it. So I, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, unclenched my fist and just walked away. Better to better to better to live, better to live to fight another day than, you know, suffer a con suffer unnecessary consequence for something that you that you literally had control over. And I know some people look at that. Well, you just you just tuck your tail between your legs and ran. So be it. So be it. I took I took my tail I took my tail and ran because I said because I because I saved you. I said I saved I saved you from from catching the ass whooping. But I had I had self control. As much as much as I as much as I wanted to say, as much as I wanted to send you behind to the moon or beyond to Mars, Pluto, Venus, Uranus, wherever, I didn't. I, I say I saved you from being launched. So I just for me, it's all about it's from, and that's another thing I think that I, another tenant that I wanted to kind of throw on re, the rebuilding process is we just have to learn how to be how to how to make sure that we remain we have self control. We just have to have that motive that modicum of self control. You know, I tell folks all the time. I tell people all the time. I'm I'm a whole I'm a whole different man than I was. I'm a whole, <clears throat> I'm a whole different man now than I was maybe 20, 30 years ago. That man, that man, 20, 30 years ago. Oh yeah. You would, you would have got launched. You would have got launched. Now, now I'm a, now I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more careful. I can, I can, I can see, I consider the cost of my actions or I consider the cost of what I'm doing. If I act, if I act, if I act irresponsibly in this situation, it's going to, it's going to cost, it's going to cost me. Mike is it it's probably going probably going to cost me some jail it's probably going to cost me some jail time and a little and a, and a little bit a little bit a little bit of a hurt dig hurt some hurt dignity but but think but think but but I think but I think about the cause I think about walking walking away and turning tail is better than is better than me Putting you walking to me, walking away and turning tail is better than me putting you on your behind. Putting you either putting you on your behind or sending or sending you to a trip in outer space. And yes, Simone, that's that's what I be saying. That's what I be saying in my head, in the, in the back of my head. I literally saved your life, dude. Please, dude, assist. Please, please, just please, just praise God that I that I did that because it could because it could have turned out a different way. And that's one thing that I've had to learn, just the modicum of self-control. Understanding that what people say, what people say sometimes just don't really just don't mean, and excuse my French, what people say about you really just don't mean shit. It's, they're just words. 
do those words have true? Do those words have truth to them? They could, they could not. But it's but it's about but it's about how you respond that makes the difference. It's about how you respond that makes the difference. It's about how you act. How you act in that situation that makes the difference. It's about how you look, how you analyze that whole situation and then say, well, eh, I, I guess I'm I guess I'm gonna save somebody's life today. That makes a difference. I don't man, look, so it don't some certain things, certain things bother me, but certain things just don't bother me. And as of late, usually what folks say, <laughs> what folks say, man, please. Or how they, you know, man, please. How because, like I said, it doesn't matter. So I put it like this: it doesn't matter what people say about me. The question, the question, and I think the question that we all should ask ourselves, especially when we when we are faced with people that say things about us, or say say disparaging things about us, or say stuff that doesn't have any me, any relevant meaning to about us. What did God? What did God say about me? What did God say about you? Forget, forget what, what, forget what they said. What did God say about you? And if you can, and if you could look at, if someone could look at, if you could look at it in that instance, you'd be like, "Well, geez, I'm, finna, I'm, I'm getting mad over nothing." Forget, forget what. For sometimes I, I just I have to, I have to ask myself that sometimes. Okay, they're saying this about me. Well, what, well, what did God say about me? Or better yet, even or I I do I do y'all I do y'all why do y'all one better? Instead of me asking myself what did God say about me, I'll ask God. Hey God, what did you say about me? I get my answer and and keep and keep it and keep and keep it pushing. Because at the end of the day, it's not about what people say about you; it's what God says about you. If God said, if God said you were blessed and highly favored, then guess what? You're blessed and highly favored. If God said you were, if God said you are, you are the head and not the tail, then guess what? You are the head and not the tail. If God said you're gonna, you will live in a, you will live in abundance and and in blessings, then guess what? You will, you gonna live in abundance and blessings. It's about what God says about us instead of what people say about us. And I think sometimes when we, and just to kind of wrap this up, I think when we, when we kind of when we when we think about that, when we think about putting aligning ourselves with the right people, we always kind of we always put ourselves with that with those wrong with those wrong people because those wrong people will always be be the ones to encourage irrational and irresponsible behavior. But those people, those right people, will always be the ones that's encouraging. They'll always tell you what God what God said about what God said about you. Because they'll always tell you what God said about you because God told them about you. Literally, literally, God told them about you. That's why. That's why. That's why you're connected. That's why you're connected to that person. Or that's why you're connected to those people because God has God literally told they told those people about you. They told God literally told told the good news about you to those people. And then that and that's why that's why they, that's why they're connected to you. 
that's that's why that's why they connected. That's why they're connected to you, and that's why, that's why they remain connected to you. Wrong people don't want the wrong wrong people don't want to connect to you. Or better yet, they do want to connect to you, but it's a symbiotic relationship to which you to which you do not benefit. That's just that's just it, you know. And that's the that's the way that I look at it now, because like I said, you know, and I repeat it again, you know, the right right people are the, the like I said, God already told those people about you. God already said, "Hey, I want you to connect. I want you I want you to connect to connect to Fred. I want you to connect to Simone. I want you to connect to Diana. I want you to connect to Quint. I want you to connect to John. These are good. These are good. These are good people. I need, I need you to connect with them. These are those are those are also people. Those are awesome people. I need you to connect to them. Don't worry about don't worry about it. I've already I've already introduced. I've already told them about you. You don't have to worry about a thing. The wrong people. God ain't to God ain't tell you to connect to them folks. You connected with them folks. You you connected with them folks on your own. And again, I'm I'm gonna say I'm saying that because I've done it too. I've done I've done it too. I've connected with wrong people. They said they supported my irrational and irresponsible decisions. They they encourage they encourage they encourage that they encourage that behavior. They encourage that screwed up and messed up behavior. What did I get out of it? Nothing. What I got, what I got, what I what I get out of it? Nothing except disappointment. Except being hurt. Expecting that them, expecting that those people would be around, be around for me when I made that irrational or irresponsible decision. Nah, they let they nah, they got they they hopped their ass up and broke in the wind. Like wrong people will hang around you. It's like I said, it's a symbi- it's a symbiotic relationship, but you but you don't get a benefit. You don't benefit from it. The person that benefits from it is a person that's taking. And it's in a, and a symbiotic relationship is take is is give and take. And both and both parties benefit from a symbiotic relationship. Like I said, it's a even with even with right, even aligning yourself with right people, it's a symbiotic, it's a symbiotic relationship. Both of those are symbiotic relationships. But look at it, but one, but one you don't benefit, the other one you do benefit. And you have to, you have to kind of, you have to first, and like I said, and I, as I mentioned the first time, you have to make sure that you're properly aligned with God, understanding, understanding His will and purpose for your life. You know, also aligning yourself with right with with the right people, being being in being in right relationship with God, being in being in right being in the right being in the right people relationships. People that are people that won't down you talk about you, leave you leave you hanging out leave you hanging out in the wind if you if you do something if you do something stupid you do something stupid, pulling you to the rug we're pulling you to the rug and holding you accountable for your action for for irrational behavior and actions, telling you telling making sure that they encourage you and and do everything that they can to push you forward. You know, because they don't like I said, they don't want to they don't want anything but to see you win. And 
and for and for that you should want you should want to you should want the same thing for them. Having those having those type of people in the right relationships, man, it, it means it means everything in the world. Because now you know that you have relationships with people, relationships with people that are able to speak into you, pour that are they're able to pour into you, pour into you, pour into you relentlessly, speak life to you, um, and you do the same. And you and and it's reciprocal. It is reciprocal. They they said they they said they stand they stand in the gap for you. You stand in the gap for them. You know you you stand you stand up for them. They stand up for you. They cat they catapult they catapult they catapult you forward. You grab you reach your hand back and you grab them and then as you move forward you pull you pull you pull them right with you. I said I said this I've said this particular saying a couple of times and I'll say it again. In this little in this little road this little road of life, y'all. People will people are going to people are going people are going to board your bus. They gonna they gonna ride they gonna ride they gonna ride your bus until they get to their designated stop. When they get to their designated stop, do not don't prevent don't tell them don't tell them to stay on board. Let them get off. That's where they were supposed. That's where they're supposed to stop. That's where they're supposed to stop. People people that are people that are going to ride with you are going to be the ones that's going to stay on the that's going to stay on the bus. Again, people will board your bus and they'll get off at their designated stops. Let them. Let them get off. That's where that's that's their stop. That's where they, that's where they that's where they were. That's where they need to be. That's where that's the stop that they need to get on. They're, they're supposed to get off on. They ain't supposed to be, they ain't supposed to stay with you. And the one thing I like that, that Quinn and Coco said, and I'm and I hope I'm not staying. I'm not hope I'm not saying this the wrong way. Some of us make Tim make make seasonal people permanent people. Never make a seasonal per- person a permanent thing. Cause seasonal people are just that seasonal. They only pull they only around for a season. They only around for they only they only gonna be around for a season, then they gone, then they gone. Some of us make some of us, myself included, and again, I'm because I'm guilty of it. Some of us Make see some of us make seasonal people permanent people. They're not supposed to be there. Why are they? Why are they still hanging around? Why are they still hanging around? Do you see value in them? For do you see value in them for them to hang around? If they're there for a season, let them be there for that season. Let the one. I think the one thing that I found that I find that we that we as people, human beings, do. And again, I will. I put my and I will most definitely throw myself in this because I've done this too. We keep people around longer, longer for the longer than within than the amount of time they should be around us.
And that, and for me, that's I'm like, why is this person still around? This person pulled a been gone. Why are they still here? Yes, Quint. You took, girl, you took the words right out of my mouth. You took the words directly out of my mouth. Sometimes those season people are counterfeit and they counterfeit themselves like branches to it on a tree. That's why, that's why, that's why they're, that's why you have to have a pruning process. And that's why we, that's why we as people have to have a pruning process. <clears throat> When our when our tree gets to when our, when those, when those branches get big get too big or they get too long we need to prune we need to prune those branches away. We need to we need to cut we need to cut some of them branches away and cut cut those dead branches away. Those dead branches are not gonna not will not allow us to grow are not gonna allow us to continue growing. They're just they're just a hindrance. So we have to be, we have to have a pruning process when it comes to comes to people, comes to the people that we deal with. The people that, well, I won't say the people that we deal with, the people that we connect ourselves to. You know, if they're seasonal people, you know, you know, you know where you know where they belong. Come that next season, they're gonna that just like just like just like when, just like when seasons, when seasons change over, you know, you, we all, we all know the difference in the, when seasons change. We all, we all know the difference from, from summer to, from summer to fall and from fall to winter and from winter to spring and then from spring to summer. So we all know the differences, the differences, whether they're subtle or overt when, when seasons change. When, when summer to fall comes around, you notice that the leaves start, start getting, start getting darker and browner on the trees. When it hit, when it's winter, you don't see you don't see any leaves on any trees at all. When winter to spring, you see everything begins to start. Everything begins to start start growing again, and then spring and the summer, everything is everything is thriving at its fullest. So, as just just as just as we watch, just as we watch seasons change, and and seasons, just as we watch the changes from winter from from sun from summer to fall. From fall to winter, from winter to spring, from spring to summer, we have we have to be we have to still we have we have to discern discern which season these pe- the people that we are connected to, which season these people are in in our lives. Are they gonna be? Are they gonna be here for one season? Are they gonna be two? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Most definitely for sure. Most de- I'm gonna post this quick because that's that is mad. That is true. And I did and I did not think about it. I did not think about that. Did not think about that. So I appreciate I appreciate that. So what Quinn said, rebuilding ourselves starts with us internally. When we start to mature and go through our process, sometimes those people will fall off automatically. And that is true. As we mature, we go through our rebuilding process. We're building all those four, the, those five tenants that I mentioned. People are going, people to fall off, people to fall off like people to fall off like flies. People that are not meant to be there will fall off like flies. People that are meant, people that are not, people that are not that are meant to be there will remain. And like I said earlier, and to wrap this up now, like I said earlier, the our rebuilding process isn't. 
a rebuilding process, if you look at it from and I'm and if you look at it from the from a practical side, not from us as human beings. If you look at it from a practical side, when you look at when someone rebuilds a house or someone rebuilds a rebuilds a vehicle, you look you look at you look at all the all the all you look at all the bad spots, especially when you look at a vehicle like a vehicle. Yeah. Something else I didn't think about, Quint. I, I appreciate thank you. Something else I didn't think about. When people fall off automatically, it's because they are connected to our hurt and our pain and not our purpose. When people are connected to us through by our connected to our to our purpose, they will help us to push our purpose forward. They will they will pray and intercede with us to help us push our purpose forward. When people are connected to us by hurt and pain, once you hurt, once the hurt and pain is gone, there's no connection. They don't have a connection. They don't know. They no longer have a, a connection to you. But when people are connected to you by your purpose, those people are going to pray and intercede for you. Those people are going to stand in the gap for you. Those are people, those people are going to stand on the hedge with you. With you and for you. Those people are going to be the ones, like I said, those will be the ones that's going to propel you forward. And at the same time, you're going to grab their hand and you're going to bring them for you're going to bring them forward with you. So it is important that we connect the people who are connected through us. Yep. People connected to our purpose allows us to grow through our go through our process. They sure do. And they and they have they have no problem. They have no issue with waiting while you go through you with waiting for you while you go through your process. Because they because and because they know at the end of the day, once you come through that process, you're going to be a better you're going to be a better, stronger person for for it. True connection, truly connected people don't mind, don't mind sitting back and waiting. They don't mind saying, okay, that's fine. I I'm what I'm here. Whatever you need, whatever, whatever you need from me, whatever you whatever, whatever you need from me. They'll be, they'll be there for you. Truly connected people are, are will always are. Truly connected people that are truly connected you to you are, are reliable people, y'all. Just understand that. Now, as we as we wrap up and we conclude this particular episode, I just want to leave want to leave y'all with a, with a particular thought. As we as we we talk, we've talked about the rebuilding process of who rebuilding, you know, mind, body, spirit, heart, soul. Um, the rebuilding process to me, I look at it as, as like either rebuilding a house or rebuilding or rebuilding a vehicle, rebuilding, rebuilding a car. As you go through that rebuilding process, there are going to be things that you're going to discard and things that you're going to keep. Some of those things that some of these things that we discard are things that we don't necessarily need. 
some of the things that we keep are things that we are a part are parts of are parts of us that are dead there parts of us that we need that were dead that were damaged same thing with rebuilding a house and rebuilding we're rebuild, rebuilding a car and I and I'll compare it more to rebuild to rebuilding a car you see you you see you see that you'll see damaged spots you see rust spots in a car if you're rebuilding a car you see you see things you see things that need to that could be that could be that need that need to be repaired so you go through your process of repairing you go through your process of finding 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 those we find those places that find those places that we that we that that we that we as human beings are weak in and we start buttressing we start buttressing and making those things stronger just like in rebuild just like in rebuilding a car you see you see places that need to be that need to be sanded that need to be sanded down or welded back together and sometimes sometimes you have to take materials to do that you have to take materials to do that and sometimes you have to give, be given materials to do that but as you but as you but as you can slowly continue through this through that build through that rebuild through that rebuilding process you be, you begin you begin to you begin to see you begin to see you you begin to see you take shape again. You begin to see you begin to see you take shape again. Just like when you're rebuilding a car, or rebuilding a house, you begin to see that car, that house take shape again. And now you're beginning. Now as you continue to rebuild it, now you're adding more elements and components to it. But at the same time, you're doing what you're doing what you can to secure and make secure those components and make them and make them much strong, make them stronger. You know with rebuilding a car or a house that that comes through adding more materials to it with us as human beings that just goes through going through the going through each process that we go through and rebuild and rebuilding our mind and our spirit and our body and our soul we go through those processes and, and each of those processes is an individual is a is an individualized process that leads that 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 leads to a much that leads to a much more that leads to a larger larger finished product and as you and as you continue to do that, and as you find you go through the final final phases of that rebuild, you adding you're adding finishing touches to it. You're you're accentu- you're accentuating other you're accentuating areas. You're continually t- continuing to secure areas, make areas secure, make them make those areas look good. Well, not necessarily look good, but then look good. But then you're also adding that that last veneer of paint on it, and it, and you pull yourself and you pull yourself away from that vehicle and you look at it. And you look at that finished product. You say, "Damn, that looks good." I, I did. We did a good job, and we did a good job in rebuild. We did a good job with and rebuilding that and putting it back together. It should be. It should be the same thing when you look at yourself. When you finally get through that rebuilding process, and you, then you pull yourself, you and you pull yourself away. And you look and you look at yourself and you say, damn, I did a good job in rebuilding myself. I really did a good job in putting myself back together. I went through each, I went through each of the individualized processes, made sure that each process was, it was, was completed, thorough, was completed thoroughly. And I did a good job and I did a good job. 
when we look when we look at that completed product that is that is that is who that is that is us rebuilt slightly 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 more slightly worse slightly more worse for wear because that's just that's just the nature of who we are as humans but a whole hell of a lot stronger and a whole hell of a lot smarter and a whole hell of a lot wiser yes indeed Quinn yes indeed took the you could I couldn't have said it better myself I don't just I don't just look good but I feel good I'm healthy and I'm whole a rebuilding process is there are several there's several so many elements that goes in a rebuilding process and each element goes into the large the large the larger finished product and we have to take each of each part of that rebuilding process seriously if any if, if we if we neglect or, or if we neglect or half ass any part of that we 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 won't the finished product the finished product won't be healthy finished product won't be healthy and whole the finished product may still be may still be damaged and bruised may may not be the finished product may be incom, may may be incomplete but when we go through the whole process and we don't we go through that whole re, the, the rebuilding process as a whole but we also make sure that we take there make sure that we take great care to make sure that we go through the go through the make sure that we do the the other in the other other sub processes sub processes to make sure that each one of them is followed thoroughly we come out we we come out healthy we come out whole we look good and we feel good and we and we and we won't and we won't go we won't go go through that repeated cycle of building and rebuilding and and because that because at because after a while after a while that becomes exhaustive and if you're building and rebuilding and all this other good stuff come on man no i can't we can't come on y'all that's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again thinking to get it thinking you're going to get a different result and the cycle will continue to repeat itself we we have to take care we have to make sure that we go through each individualized process of the other of rebuilding phase of our lives because i because i truly believe in, and like i said and quince and, and my sister quince said it so eloquently if we go through that and we and complete it not only do we look good, we feel good. We're hell, we're much, we're much more healthier individuals. We're much more whole individuals. And we and we eliminate those repeated cycles. It is my hope and it is my prayer that those that were viewing this tonight got something out of it. If you did, uh, if you did, I appreciate. I'm most. I'm. I'm very appreciative. I'm very, very appreciative that if you did get something out of it, it was. You know, I just wanted to make sure. I mean, 
and I may have been long winded in a lot of things, but I think, but I think those be me being long winded was for a reason, for a purpose, because I want people to understand that when we, when we go, when we rebuild ourselves, we are literally, we're literally going sometimes we're sometimes we literally, we're literally building ourselves from the ground up y'all. And, and sometimes building ourselves from the ground up. Well, good thing. Good thing. And bad thing all at the same time. But it's always a good thing when when, when we're rebuilding ourselves. So I hope some I hope someone I hope some I hope someone I hope somebody got something out of that. I I honestly I honestly hope that someone did get something out of that because it was it was my pleasure to present it. And I really hope that uh, hope that everybody got something out of it. Yeah. Most definitely, Quint. Most definitely. Being at peace is being at peace is the great is the greatest thing. Is one I won't even say the greatest thing. It's probably one of the one of the more elusive things that we all search for. We all want to be at peace with ourselves and with people. We all want to be at peace with ourselves and with the things that we've been through. We all want to be at peace with ourselves and with the people that we've been through. We all want to try to make things work the way they're supposed to work. And that's cool. But I think, but I think being at peace with ourselves should be, should be, should be a little bit, should be a little bit more important. The reason I say it should be more important is because when we're at peace with ourselves, when we are truly at peace with ourselves, things that bother us don't bother us that much. Things that we go through, we go through them, but we're at, but we're but we're much more at peace. But <clears throat> but we're much more at peace with them, knowing that knowing that we knowing that we put our best foot forward and we we handle it the way that we need to handle it, and also knowing that God that God that God is all that God's gonna God's always gonna have our back, always gonna is, will always back us, and also that we have people in our corner that back us. So hope I was hope hope what I said was able to touch someone, reach someone. Yeah, we do take a different approach when we're at peace. We we look at things much more thoughtfully when we're at peace. We look at things way we look at things much more thoughtfully when we're at peace. Can't even can't even I can't stress I can't even stress that enough. But I do hope that. You know, so you got you got someone someone was able to to catch that, to catch this and, you know, and and glean on and glean something from it or learn something from it, because. I know I know I did. I learned I learned a little bit more about myself. I learned a little bit more about myself just when I'm just talking, just talking through it. (laughs) 
You're fine. You're fine, sis. You're fine. <laughs> uh, you're okay. You're okay. Trust me. You're good. But I do hope that someone got something from this. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I do hope that somebody really, somebody was really blessed by this. So with that being said, I have a couple of announcements that I'm going that I want to make and I'm going to I'm going to make those announcements quickly. So first and foremost, um couple of things that I want to say. I am first of all, is first and foremost, I've been I've been nominated for a man of the year, the man of the year award. Um doing a men of honor bank doing a men of honor banquet um award ceremony and banquet that's going to be held in Spartanburg, South Carolina on October the 15th. And it is not too late for you guys to vote. Voting and voting will last. Voting is going to keep rolling until September the 18th. Um uh, to September the 18th of 2022. So you guys can still you guys can still vote for me. So please, I want you guys to keep those votes coming. I am. This is an. This I'm. All I'm. The one thing I can say that that this is. You know, the first time I've been nominated for anything at this point, and I'm I'm so and I'm happy and I'm so happy for this, and. Wow, just I'm happy for I'm very happy for this, and I want and I want to. And I want to make sure and and even if I don't win this award, it's. The simple fact of being nominated means a lot to me because it it really because it tells me that because it lets me know that I'm I'm on the correct path and I'm I'm walking the correct path and I and and I have and I have the right and I have the right people aligned with me. So again, it's not too late to post to 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 vote. I am actually putting the website to vote in the comments. So please, please, and thank you. Keep those votes coming. You you actually you have until the you have until September um I think September eighteenth to continue voting. Um, uh, as I said before, the award ceremony will be in Spartanburg, South Carolina, on October the fifteenth of to twenty twenty two. Um, if I'm able to, I will I will probably I will, I'll make, I will probably do a Facebook live from the award ceremony just to let everybody see it and you know take in the sights and sounds and stuff like that. Um. The other thing that I want to make an announcement, make an announcement for, I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted that I will be on, I will be with my sister, Miss 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 Shana Goodine, um, in her unapologetically free uh, virtual virtual conference. I will be one. I will be one of the speakers. That particular conference is gonna happen, and I'm looking for the date now. If I'm not if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think this is going to be. I'm looking. I think this is. Yes, yeah, this is going to be September fifteenth, seventh. September fifteenth. At September fifteenth at seven p.m. Um, if you guys, if you if you're wanting to register for this, um, I'll see. Let me see if I can find the. Um, the link for you guys. Oh, there it is right there. I will put, I will, I will put, I will put that link in the chat, in the, in our, in our, in the, in the comments. 
if you if you are wanting to register for this conference, you most you most definitely can. I'm going to put the uh, the the Eventbrite um, link in the comments here. Not only will I be speaking, there's going to be a host of other people speaking. Um, you know, do me a favor, support my sister Sheena Gadine. Um, she's she's got a one she. Her and Miss Pamela have a wonderful platform, and I'm I'm I am honored. I am honored. I'm honored. I'm truly honored to be a part of this uh, this virtual conference again for the second time. Um, for the set for the second time, and I'm, I feel I've, I'm I'm very honored to be a part of this conference. And I'm and I'm honored and so proud to just be able to support support people, man. Um, it's it feels good to give people to give people to give people support. So. I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put that link in the kind of kind of in the comments here too. So, also in the month of October, um, are we we are celebrating our second year anniversary our second year anniversary as a podcast platform. Woohoo! And there's there's the link to the um there's a link to the um unapologetically free virtual experience those those tickets are actually free just so you know those tickets are actually or act those it's actually it's actually the tickets are actually free so if you want so if you want to be in attendance you can most definitely go uh to that to that website and register and get your tickets so and like i was saying earlier it's like i was saying prior to that um in october we're going to be celebrating our two-year anniversary of being a podcast platform. Woohoo. So we're gonna we are going to have a we're gonna have a, a celebration like no other. Like no other. And the reason I say it's gonna be like no other because we're gonna have we we're gonna have return we're gonna have some returning guests come on and offer some kind words, but we're also gonna have a nice little chat. But we're also going to we're also gonna honor our good friend and our brother, Terrence Jackson. Um, every time I talk about this man, I get I get choked up in a little bit and, and very misty eye when I talk about him. Um, he is a very integral part of this platform. Um, I consider him. I consider him a brother. I consider him a brother. And a, and, a, and a very good, very good and dear friend. And like I said before, he's a he was a very integral, very integral and very important part of this podcast platform. And I was and I'm and I'm so glad. I'm so and I'm so glad. I'm so happy that that God that that God allow allowed me. To spread, to spend, to spend, if but a brief moment with this, with this, with this person. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to spend a brief moment with him. I'm in, and that's something. That's something I will never, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the time that the brief, the time that we had, even though it was brief, it was, it was time well spent. So we're most definitely going to celebrate him but we're also going to celebrate in addition to celebrating our two-year anniversary 
other than that, um, there's really not much anything else, any other announcements that I do have. Oh, actually, I take that back. I do have one other announcement, and this is in support of a good friend, a, a good friend of mine. So give me just a second. Let me pull it up. So for anybody that's, that is in the Georgia area, so for folks that are in Georgia, date to what, Quint? To the uh, virtual with date to what, Quint? What date you what date you need is what day what date you need is this? That will be October 14th. Cause actually I'll because actually I'll be gone. I'll be leaving on the I'll be leaving on October. I'll be leaving on October 15th to go to South Carolina for the award ceremony. So it'll be October 14th. That is a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. And last but most definitely not least, and this is just in actually two two more announcements in support in support of a couple of good friends of mine. Um, one of my good friends is a is a gentleman by the name of as Altraz as, as Traz Tiller, a good friend of mine. He's been he has been on this platform. We've I've interviewed him and his his beautiful wife. Um, his and I've interviewed him and his beautiful wife, and they are. So if you're in the Georgia area, guys, make sure you guys. Come check out the stage production of Jose, Ho of Ho, Hosea. Actually, this is going to be said. This will be if you're in the Georgia area, come come check it out. It's September, September 20, September 25th, 2022. Show times are at 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. This will be at the at the Charles Wadsworth Auditorium. That's on 25 Jefferson Street in Newton, Georgia. Your tickets can be purchased at let me and I'm going to put the website in the comments. Okay, make sure I may have to make sure I get it right. So that is the that is the website that you guys can go check out. That go check go to purchase tickets if you're in the Georgia area. Most definitely go check. Most definitely purchase those tickets. The, the like I said, the play will be in Newton, Georgia. That will be on September 25th. Two show times: one at two thirty, one at six p.m. Um, there the the cat the. There's a there's a wonderful cast that they have arrayed for this particular play. Um, if you if if you haven't been to a television production television productions um, play or anything like that, you're in you are you're in for a treat. I promise you, you guys will be in for a treat, and it's going to be a great experience for you guys. A great experience for you guys. And 
last announcement, guys. Last announcement. Last announcement. Last announcement. I promise you, this is my last announcement, guys. But I, but I want to make sure that I that I support that I support my that I support friend that I support my friends that I support that I support my good friends here. Um, my sister, Miss Mor Miss Morgan for Miss Morgan Flower Child, Miss Morgan Flower Child Jones. She has a she has what well, she has what's called a Give It Life Actors Workshop. If then if you're if you're in the Atlanta area, this this will this will be done. This will be, if I'm not mistaken, this will be next weekend. September Saturday, September 17th from 12 to 2. This is going to be at 1148 Franklin Gate, Franklin Gateway Southeast in Marietta, Georgia, Suite C. Um the the cost the cost for the, the cost for this particular workshop is going to be twenty five dollars. Um, you're gonna you'll be you'll uh, for more information. If you guys want more information for that, just you guys just ping me in my just hit me up in my DMs, hit me up in my Facebook DM or Instagram DM, and I will give you the information as to how to attend that. If you if you are in the if you are in the Atlanta if you're in the Georgia you're in the state of Georgia or in the Atlanta area, so my so to those two things right there, my brother my brother Traz and Tamika Tiller with their play Hosea. September 25th, two show times, 236. And then my and then my other sis, um, Ms. Morgan Flower Child Jones, with her Give It Life Actors Workshop, um, Saturday, September 17th, from 12 to 2 in, Mar in Marietta at 1148 Franklin Gateway, Southeast, Sweet C in Marietta. So those are those are my announcements for tonight. And I want to thank you guys for attend for coming on tonight and just being with me tonight and just hanging and hanging out with me. Um Special shout out to Quinn. Special shout out to my sis Quinn Jones, and my and also my and also my our good friend Simone Austin. Thank you so very much, sis, for coming in and just and just making just making this particular making this particular episode making this particular show a great a great one. Um, love you to life, Simone. Thank you so much for coming in and just giving us your and interacting with us with interacting with me with your comments. Big shout out to my sis Quinn Jones for um interacting and commenting as well. Um. Most definitely want to give a big, big shout out to all my to all to all my hosts, man. Quint, Quint, Coco, Bobby. Um, just also want to let you guys know that we got some new hosts coming down, coming down the pike, and you we will make that announcement very soon. So make sure you guys keep your eyes and your ears open for that. But with that being said, I am going. I am going to actually sign off and get and get up out of here. But make sure you guys make sure you guys tune in on Monday with my with my sister with my two sisters Quint Jones two sisters Quint Jones and Coco Fenton for my life has destiny podcast and also make sure you tune in on Tuesday for my sister Bobby when she when she takes over Trailblazers radio and do, and uh, and does her thing also I may <clears throat> I may have a show I may have a show on Wednesday but you just never know what's going to come out of my mouth on Wednesday or Friday so Whatever, whatever, whatever comes, whatever comes out of these, whatever comes off of these lips, I'm gonna make sure that uh, this is it is well written and well planned. But with that being said, I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna we're I'm gonna sign up up. I sign off up out of here. You guys continue to have a wonderful day. Well, I won't say a wonderful day, but a wonderful week, a wonderful evening. And you guys continue to have a great weekend. Also. Want to give you? I want to make sure that you guys learn. Also, understand these three things right here, man. Number one, crazy. Number one, take care of each other. Number two, be good to each other. Last but most certainly not least, it's a crazy, 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 crazy ass world out here, y'all. So, 
above taking the first two things in consideration and above all, please, 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 please stay safe. Stay safe, y'all. I want y'all to stay safe. Just stay safe, y'all. And with that, and with that note, gonna leave you guys with a cup with a cup with a couple of commercials, and then we're gone. Love you guys to life, and there ain't nothing you could do about it. See you guys on the next show. We're living in a different time. Isn't that what the old folks say? Well, I beg to differ. Because there really is nothing new under the sun. We used to think that this generation was stronger than that of my parents. But after learning where and whom we come from, I realized that this was a false narrative. They fought, bled, and died for the liberties that we take advantage of today. So I changed my mind. We are our grandparents. We are our parents. This is where the idea for uppity Negro apparel and accessories comes from. We are the uppity Negroes that defy boundaries, broke chains, climb mountains, and cross valleys of hatred, bigotry, illiteracy, and oppression. The statement is simple. The cause is never ending. The sound, loud. Say it with me, Kendrick. I am that uppity Negro. Join Bobby for The Takeover every Tuesday night as she tackles tough subjects with her trademark humor and wit. We guarantee you'll be educated, edified, and also entertained. So join us at 8 p.m. every Tuesday night right here on Trailblazers Radio.